Hello and welcome to this week's Therapy for Me and I'm early this week. I'm going to have to be early this week because I'm travelling back home tomorrow so it's actually it's actually quarter to four local time on Friday afternoon which means that um, if you're a patron because uh, I do have a number of patrons for this podcast if you're a patron of TFM you will be probably getting this a whole day early, or some not a whole day, but you know, I mean, you'll get it on a Friday instead of getting it on a Saturday. Um, and I don't know if that's ever happened. Um, I have to speculate on that. Anyway, it's going to be an extended intro this week um, because the individual sections might be a little bit smaller. Um, but the extended intro is going to set the scene, and we've been in France. Uh, all week and I have to say and I know it's been the same back home but I have to say the weather's been fairly awful in fact there's been points when it's actually been cold now um, if I look at the forecast for next week it's wall-to-wall sunshine and it's 26 27 28 up to 30 degrees next week and yet we've been struggling to get to sort of 16 17 and I know if you're back home where I live if you're you know somewhere in the Heckman White region um, then it's been colder than that but bearing in mind the distance we've traveled south then that's fairly unusual and if you chat to people around here it's fairly unusual uh, for this this time of year um and of course it it leaves a bit of a does it leave a bit of a sour taste the place the place is beautiful the place is absolutely fantastic but we i guess we don't know if we could have got more out of um out of the the sort of the i don't know what to call this is it a campsite is it a holy village i don't know what i don't know what you call it but could we have got more out of of, of here if we'd had better weather and the, the simple answer is in some places, yes. Um, but I don't want to. I don't want to bang on about it for for a number of reasons. One, um, what a terrible problem to have that you come away on holiday and weather's not very really good. When bearing in mind loads of people won't get away or won't have the opportunity, and so in that respect, I'm certainly not going to bang on about it. But um, instead, what I've decided to do is to flip it a little bit and and give you five things, five things that have made me smile this week that I've come across that are particularly French and that I've I don't know if I've seen before in quite the same way that I've seen them uh, and they've all been wonderful in fact I've got a sneaking suspicion I've got six so I don't quite know how I'm going to fit the the sixth one in I'll just double check on my notes I'm doing this completely in the moment and I have indeed got six so tell you what I'll give you a taster and this is actually going to throw the entire episode title as well going with six but okay let's let's go with it I'll give you a taster something that happened when we were in the car yesterday and we came to some temporary traffic lights and um and it was one of those sets of temporary traffic lights where you can see um how far they go so it's just a little piece of road work and you can see the other lights so you know if there's nobody waiting at the other end it's always that moment where you think oh could i go could i go there's nobody coming why am i sat here waiting what was great about this temporary set of traffic lights was they had a countdown timer on them so you could see with this little disc at the bottom it was like instead of having the three the red amber and green you had four and the bottom was this little disc and it was counting down it was basically it was like the countdown i mean actually that would have been that would have been perfect if at the point when it got to zero it had done the countdown thing um but it was essentially letting you know when it was going to change so gone is that moment when you're at a set of traffic temporary lights going should i go should i go should i go through what do i do are they broken they're broken aren't they they're broken i'm going to be here hours aren't i they're broken um all that moment where somebody's ahead of you on a on a set of lights like this and um 
and they're sat there and you're going, well, you just go, just go. You can see there's nobody there. Just go. The road is clear for half a mile. Just go. Nothing's going to happen. The world is not going to come to an end. None of this, none of this. The, the friendship got rid of all of that by just putting a little thing on the bottom that counted down. It counted down from 30 seconds, got to one, and as if by magic, on the count of one, the lights changed. That is a little thing. It's been thought through. It's genius. It's absolute genius. I commend it to the house. We should have it in the UK. So I've got five other things like that, and you can have the traffic light one as a bonus uh, for free. Um, but give me two seconds. Let's have a bit of twang guitar, and I'll kick in with the first one. Okay, so here's one of here's my first of the five that has just made me smile uh, this week. So when we checked in to um, this campsite, Holy Village, I want to call it, uh, which is called uh, Le Pain Paracel. Um, they give you a little welcome back and they give you in a uh, a jute bag. Uh, all great, fine, nothing particularly special about that. But as part of what they give you, they give you a jute uh, baguette bag. And I am in love with my jute baguette bag because there is nothing cooler than walking over um, to the bakery first thing in the morning uh, as the campsite is waking up um, in my in my Crocs, uh, and my shorts, trying to look as European as I possibly can uh, without a scarf, uh, realising every morning that I should have brought a scarf with me because that would have completed the look, um, with my baguette bag. And then strolling back with my warm baguettes in my baguette bag, slung casually. And you have to sling it casually. That's the way, that's the way it has to be done. Slung casually over my shoulder. And then just that beautiful walk back, the smell of warm bread, feeling particularly particularly cool almost sacheting with my with my baguette bag so the thing that's that is and 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 it will go home of course it will go home it takes no space to pack of course it's going home the chat the opportunity to use it back home zero um i don't see it having the same effect um you know wandering up and down the aisles of morrison's but over here i am just in love with my jute uh, my jute, jute, my jute, baguette bag. It actually gets better because I noticed a little bit of wind on the recording. Um, there's a there's a wind coming across. I'm sat on the uh, just outside on the kind of the balcony. Not balcony is the wrong thing, but kind of you know decking thing. And um, and I thought to combat the wind, I need a windshield. So my jute bag, my baguette jute bag, is now doubling as a windshield and is over the microphone. And so far, it appears to be working very, very well. There are no end to what no end to what you can do with a uh, a baguette sack uh, if you have if you have the right one. Um, I've just noticed as well. I'm flying through these, so I probably need to slow down a bit. Otherwise, this episode will be about ten minutes long. Um, we were, um, I think I mentioned in last week's that we met up with uh, a guy called Steve Wilson and his wife, and uh, he's a, a purple, uh, listens to the current diaries, and we got together and had a very nice, uh, a very nice coffee and what have you, and um, great to see him. And we ended up uh, spending a bit of time with him uh, on Saturday evening, and there's a reason why, but I'll come to that later on. But when we left, we needed to grab some food on the, on the way home. 
And we went past what can only be described as a a kiosk. Uh, and, and I mean the kind of thing that you would potentially have seen selling newspapers or something. This, this thing was about, it's not even six foot square. I, I can't see it being six foot square. And it was it was just slung in a kind of a, a car park um, next to a homewares kind of shop. Um, and it's all lit up and it's a pizza kiosk. Um, and you literally, you, you go and huge list menu on the outside and uh, there was enough room for somebody who was, who was rolling dough and somebody at the window who was taking orders and a pizza oven. And that's all the room there was inside. And we, we, we walked to the window and we ordered two pizzas and 10 minutes later we were presented with our very, very fresh, very, very hot, very, very good as it turned out pizzas. And we disappeared off on our way. And I think this is brilliant and what it's it's um it's reminding me of and there are plenty of examples of this over here is all these little automations they tend to do with food so outside loads and loads of um, um patisseries and boulangeries you see um you see machines that sell baguettes that they that they obviously fill up in the morning with fresh bread and you just put a, a couple of coins in and it dispenses you it dispenses you a baguette which is which was just was just fantastic um we also saw another one of these pizza kiosks that was fully automated so this thing was not much bigger than a vending machine i mean clearly it was bigger than a a vending machine because clearly it had to have some way of taking a selection cooking whatever it was inside of them popping it out but this was a slightly bigger variant but completely completely automated so you you had a pad and you put some money in and there's a there's a there's a you know an envelope sized thing at the bottom that would dispense a pizza box um and just absolute how can you not smile at that how can you not smile at that so i'm now i'm i'm calling on greg's to do this now i want to be able to pop to a greg's branded one of these and get a sausage roll um or a or a steak bake at will because this is this is it is the future without a shadow without a shadow of a doubt There's a place about 20 minutes away from here called Sable de Long, and it's um, it's an estuary port um, and it's got a beautiful, beautiful promenade. And I had a drive and had a, a run along the promenade um, a couple of days ago. And it's as, as, as somebody, you know, who tries to put one foot in front of the other and go for a run on a regular basis, then running by on a promenade like that on the, is is absolutely fantastic i mean aside from the fact that you've got the, the the sea on one side they're also flat which is also quite nice everyone's a lot of a, a flat run but this is one of those wonderful um sort of um slightly crescenty shaped promenades the kind of the kind of the classic kind of promenade sort of shape so um not a full half circle or anything like that but like an ellipse really and um and it's when I ran the other day, I did 10k, so that's just over three miles out, three miles back. But I went, I, I exceeded it in both in both directions. So I ran down the side, down the the, the side of the the, the the sort of the estuary, effectively the harbour wall, effectively, and then went all the way around the front and came back. So it's a good two two and a quarter miles of of really really nice promenade, and obviously you know dotted with restaurants and shops and the kind of things you would expect, and a really really nice really really nice beach and i'm sure there are plenty of places there are plenty of places worldwide 
you know, like this. Um, but in terms of just something to shout out that's made me smile, it, we, it made me smile when we went for a visit and we had a walk along and had a coffee on the front, all those kind of things. It was really nice. And it was also a joy to, to run on, um, you know, particularly when you're running at sort of, you know, eight in the morning and everybody's waking up and everybody seems to wake up very slowly in France. It's, this is a place that doesn't, you know, come to life at seven. It's, it's, it's slowly nurses its way into the world between the sort of hours of, of nine and 10 uh, with a strong coffee and some form of pan au so, um That's how it was waking up as I was running around. So shout out to the beautiful, beautiful promenade at Salvador. You may recall that I spoke last week about the issues with uh, swimming attire and the fact that we had to make an ad, a mad dash to Decathlon to get um, remarkably inappropriate uh, looking swimming wear because that's the way that the French tend to do it now. And while we were there, we stopped at um, a supermarket called um, Leclerc and it had the most incredible kind of like food court, except it's not really a food court in the sense of you go in and there's lots of different um, sort of concessions around the side and you go in. It was, it was more, like, it was like, like walking into a big deli a big supermarket deli had this this big area and you went from sort of sandwiches to pizza to pasta to salad to all manner of of, of things there was some uh, thai and various things and what it was you were you were buying effectively the supermarket produce as you would buy it off the deli. So you were buying fresh pasta in the way that you could buy fresh pasta off a, a deli. You don't tend to see it at the supermarket as much, but people like uh, Marks and Spencers tend to do it. And you were buying pizza as if you were buying it off a supermarket pizza counter. But then behind them, they had the facility to cook whatever you chose. So you could either go in and, and buy it as if you were buying it off the deli, or you could go and say, actually, can I have some you know can i have some uh, some tagliatelle or can i have uh, some um you know ravioli or whatever it might be um and will you cook it for me so if you if you had pasta you could have a choice of sauce vegetables and bits and pieces or if you had pizza they would warm it up in the pizza oven and and everything that needed to be done to give you fresh food and then over on the other side there was the big fish area, uh, which was massive, absolutely incredible. But at the same place, you could go and you could get mules, um, uh, or you could get fish and chips, or you could get various bits of, 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 of fish, and then have it have it outside. And it was very similar to uh, we'd been to a market on the first uh, couple of days, and they'd got a um, a, a big fish hall. Um, and as part of that, people were buying uh, prepared fish and just going and taking, you know, these these black kind of saucepans of moles and just going going and buying them things from the fish market and then just taking them straight outside. So people were eating prepared crab and lobster and all these kind of things just with, you know, they'd, they'd go and buy the seafood prepared in the fish market and then grab a grab a, 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 a carafe of wine and a, and a baguette and they were just sat uh, outside just just eating away in the middle of this market area and it was a similar sort of thing um you know where we were and it just it just made me think of how how classy that is how great that is how we don't do anything at all like that 
Um, and of course, the other great thing about it was it was really inexpensive because everything was at the supermarket price. They were selling you the stuff, the price they would sell it to if you took it home to cook it, but they were actually preparing it for you there and you went and grabbed a seat and you sat. And so, you know, as a family, we had a mixture of things, some pizza on the go, some pasta on the go. We had some... We had some um, some some mussels, uh, they are moulin free, and it was just 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 really really unbelievable. This place, what a what a great idea! Staff absolutely superb, couldn't be more helpful. Uh, went back in the afternoon, had a coffee, and effectively uh, had a great a great um, sort of um, pastry. But again, at the price you would have bought them from the patisserie in the in the supermarket. So can't can't really rate that idea highly enough. And again. Anybody from the UK? Marks and Spencer's great idea. Why not? Why don't we do this? Why do we have to have the cafes the way we are? Why can't we give people far more choice than than we give them? Okay, last one from me in this kind of slightly random holiday-esque things that have made me smile, even the weather's weather's been fairly awful, Um, TFM. Um, And I mentioned it earlier on. uh, Went to see um, Steve... Uh, and Leanne the other night, and we went to a club, uh, a a little rock uh, kind of or a little venue called Roxy R O C K S E A, and this club was amazing. And the reason for going to this club uh, was potentially to see if it's possible to um, book. For those of you who follow Current Diaries, to book Steve Hogarth a natural show um, in Saint-Gilles. Um, which if we can make that come off that will just be astonishing and this club is brilliant it's it's a 300 capacity um, and it is just wonderful everything about it is wonderful um, and so that's it, it made me I, don't, I think it's a passion project uh, I got to meet um, the guy who owns it and I think it's a passion project because the quality of it is absolutely superb and certainly back home where we're struggling to keep venues open I don't know how a venue that's had this amount of money and this amount of care and this amount of love lavished on it would actually make any kind of sense I've been to it twice now um, seen uh, a couple of uh, bands who were playing who were, who were just free um, and then they have a, a not in the auditorium this was actually in the there's a restaurant and, and bar and what have you and a terrace and, and one of them was outside one of them was inside um, but when you go into the auditorium and you have a look around and you see the quality of the equipment and you just see the quality of the fit and everything it's really been really really well done so it's nice to see a venue like that in uh, in wherever. I mean, I mean whether it, it be, uh, you know, Sanjil or whether it be wherever it be, it's just nice to see somebody investing in a venue like that that's only been open for, you know, a year, 18 months, or how long, however long it's been open. And the hope is, the hope is that I'll be, I'll be able to come back um, in October if, if we can make the dates work. We can make everything work with the club. Hopefully try and, try and well, I'm, I'm hoping to be back to see that gig. You know, because it's a, it's an hour and a half flight to Nantes. It's an hour from Nantes down, and it would just be lovely if this if this all this all comes off and we can make it, we can make it work. So that's the last thing that's really kind of sort of stuck with me uh, for the week. Um, um, You know, Oliver who owns it, uh, absolutely lovely, lovely um, man. Really took to him. Obviously, it's something that came out of a random conversation that that Steve said, and actually, it's it's really got legs. Um, and I know H is 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 happy to play it if we can make it work. So if we can make it work, we'll we'll make it work. And that would be lovely to have something like that come off 
um, with a place that that you know that, that I've got a link to, but also in a venue that is deserves supporting because it's it's uh, it's a real yes, it's a passion project, but it, it we should still be there in years to come. It's been very full when we've been down, and I think it's well supported by the community. But it'd be great to to you know to get um, to get a get going here and get a load of uh, of, of French and other um you know um steve hogarth fans into into see a gig there um and that's it that's it for me i'm gonna uh i'm gonna toddle off and start and well and carry on with the, the the bits of packing because we've got a fairly early start as we head back up to get the ferry tomorrow um and i'm now just looking at my microphone covered in my baguette bag thinking this is an absolute work of genius and this may actually as i don't think i'm going to get much use for it uh, for its primary function back home this might actually be a use for it uh, on a more more regular basis it's quite special that really right i hope you well uh i'll i'll speak to you soon i will bid you adieu and uh, and talk to you when i'm um back in more familiar surroundings if you've enjoyed therapy for me then please subscribe and share as you see fit this has been an a short stories production